It's always something, isn't it? Uh, yeah. I mean, you get <sighs> all this fancy equipment, and then you got to try and figure it out. And you think you're smart, well, but you're not. No, you'll never be smarter than the machines. I feel really dumb most of the time. Yeah. But, hey. It is what it is. Speaking of dumb. <laughs> <laughs> we, I know where this is going. <laughs> we we have an important week coming up. Actually, today's kind of an important day for Omaha, right? Because mm-hmm. President Trump is here right now. Yes, even dumber. <sighs> depends on depends on your leanings. No offense. It really does, and um. It's hard that it's came down to these two. Right. Joe Biden, Donald Trump, 2020. And you're like... like well, the, here's the thing. we've These two people are the people we all agreed on to be the representatives of the greater United States. Like, there's a, the, like it's going to be one of these two people that's going to represent all of us. And I don't feel like either one of them represent who I am. That's the problem. They're kind of the team captains. Yeah. Like, when's the last time that a president you felt like, I feel good him representing us? I Uh, felt good with Obama. Obama was good. I felt felt good, generally good. Like, maybe I'm I'm proud to be an American. I'm proud that this is my American, you know, representation. Like, I felt like he would have my best interest in mind if we were in a situation where he had to make a decision. Where mm-hmm. there's other people that I'm like, um, you know, right. I think like as far as because what was it? Jimmy Carter was that 80s, 84, maybe. Ish. But uh, then it went into George Bush, senior. Uh, Reagan was in there. Reagan was. Yeah. Okay. So I think it was Carter then Reagan. Yeah. Right. Something. Here we go again, trying to be smart and we're not. Uh, <laughs> um, but, yes, so the earliest president that I remember is Clinton. Yes. That's like going back to like saying, I, you know, started making sense of what a president was, right, I guess. Right. I remember the campaign uh, vaguely. Like I was pretty young. I mean, maybe second-ish grade. Yeah. I remember kind of being in school and we got to like cast votes in school or whatever for who you would vote for. I just remember thinking he was cool. Yeah. Who was he running against? Was that Ross Perot? Well, I think Ross Perot. Dude, was like the guy on with the, the big ears. Yeah, I think he was on the ticket. Um, <clears throat> and yeah, those, Dana Carvey made fun of him on like Saturday Night Live yes. like all the time. Yes. Yeah. Because yep. his ears were like, Howdy, yeah. I'm from Texas and I like oil. <laughs> Come on, get you some oil. Come on, yeah. vote for me. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's how he sounded yeah. too. What do we do? I'm... I'm not going to ask you what you're going to do, but what I am, like, what do we do as Americans? I mean, we have to go to the polls, right? Yeah. It's the only way we can affect change. Um, But, man. I feel like it's forced change, just a little bit. Is it possible that in the, the next few hours we can get, like, a third party candidate to just <laughs> rise from the ashes like the phoenix on your arm? Oh, it's a black swan, but thank you. Whatever. Um, do you even know me? <laughs> I do. Um, so, well. yeah, that would be <clears throat> ideal. Yeah. I just think, like, everybody's kind of like, they throw out just random names, you know? Mm-hmm. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. That's one that I would be like, that'd be cool. Like, but would, like, would he be able to make, like, is that realistic, right. you know? I think the, the job... I don't even know. I mean, it feels like if you're the leader of the United States of America, your job is very nuanced. And listen, I think, I mean, whatever, you can follow Dwayne The Rock Johnson on Instagram or any other social media platform or just in, you know, business journals and things like that. He's a hard-ass worker. Yeah. I mean, I I hope to, you know, I aspire to be like him in many ways, you know, but like... many people do. You have a shirt. Right. Yeah. I'm contributing to his you success. Yeah. That's yeah. You're welcome, Dwayne. Protagonist. <laughs> uh is he is he presidential though? Is he the guy that we would like I feel like you've seen the movie Idiocracy, right? I haven't. 
you should watch this movie. Right. I mean, it's it's like a parallel to the times. Really? And I just, not that Dwayne The Rock Johnson is equivalent to the presidency in that movie or how it's depicted in that movie, but I feel like what we've got going on right now is a pretty close depiction. I mean, it's more ridiculous in the movie, but anyway. I would I would feel more solid going into the future with Dwayne The Rock Johnson right now as president than, than either, Donald Trump. Than either of these two. Yeah, yeah. I agree with you. I could. He represents, <clears throat> and I don't know why we're on Dwayne The Rock Johnson, but <laughs> I think we should get on the somebody that would represent us yeah. as a society, like yeah. who we are, what we stand for. And <clears throat> it's hard. Like, right. could you imagine being the president and having to try to at least in some way make everyone happy in some way? Well, I think that's part of the problem is that everybody expects that of the president. But at the same time, everybody knows logically you cannot make everybody happy at the same time. Correct. So you have to figure out a way <clears throat> where you can get the job done and the job being, you know, maintaining civility. So more fair. Like just you more have, fair. Does that make sense? Like being well, more fair to everyone? You have to have people who are willing to have a conversation about being fair, right? I mean, you got yeah. people who are just like complaining and, and, and they're offended by everything, you know, so you can't say certain things or do certain things because that group might get offended or, you know, this group's going to start complaining about it because they don't feel like it's fair. And it's like, well, at some point we have to realize like not everything <laughs> is fair, but we can try to get as close to fair as possible. Yeah. I think that... <clears throat> it's important to have somebody in that office that you would want to personally look up to as mm -hmm. a person. Yeah. I think they should be making those decisions that are like a very like strong, like strong, not so much just like physically, but like mm -hmm. in their beliefs, who they are, <clears throat> who's not going to back down because of that. And like somebody would be like, I'd want that as my dad. That'd be sweet. Does it matter at all if the president should be able to get into the octagon with Putin <laughs> with and kick his ass, like physically literally. kick his ass? <clears throat> I know you said you know brute strength doesn't you know it would help factor all the way in, but it would help <laughs> if if you get in the ring with Putin, Trump versus mano Putin. y mano. Trump's going to get his ass kicked. So is Biden. I mean, let's be real. But well, Biden, yeah, definitely. That's... Do we want... I mean, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. We're well, back yeah, to him he, again. That would be hard to beat him. Anybody on this Unless planet. he's not actually, like, as, like, macho as he comes off as. I think that he will never be president just for the right. simple fact that he doesn't want to give up the life that he has because right. that would mean that all the good that he's probably done is going to go to waste. Yes, I agree with that. Yeah. Or, I mean, I don't know him personally, but yeah, I, I mean, can see that based on... He would make some decision that you wouldn't agree with at some point, and you would be like, yeah, I don't like him anymore. Like well, like his recent decision to, to back Biden publicly. Did he? Yeah. I didn't know that. Lost, I think he lost a little bit of respect on that one. Did he? Um, which... I could see that. It is what it is. Yeah. You know. Whatever. Everybody's that's kind of like to their opinion here. I think I you have to like look at it as like the first debate was like, what is going on here? Like yeah. I was seriously like, I would never have a conversation like this, you know, with anyone. I would hope. I the, I mean I have, but in my opinion, the the thing that made the debate, the first debate gross was like that's this is the office of the president of the United States. What the actual fuck? Like, adults, first of all, just, I mean, just regular old adults shouldn't, you know, yeah. compose themselves this way. Grown men. Grown men. Yeah. On a stage in front of a crowd. And now we're talking about, I mean, cheesy as it sounds, but it's the most prestigious office, right? I think. I, On the there's, planet? There's other, there's other offices that matter, of course, but like, yeah. this is a big one. Correct. It definitely has the largest stage as far as right. who is um, the most popular person in the United States. Yeah. Then again, not because. Well, you have Hollywood. Yeah. And sports. Which, but it is what it is. That's not a, I don't know. The, the sports <laughs> thing. 
So here's the thing is that we've, we, yeah, we, we can joke around about uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson and, um, you know, any other independent or any other person running as an independent or, you know, some of these third party candidates. But the, I mean, I think the fact is, unless something happens dramatically very soon, our two options are pretty clear. Yeah. We got to go one way or the other. And I think November 3rd hits, like, what is that, next week? Yeah. Next Wednesday? Yeah. And what, we, I can't remember how long it is, like 24 hours, well, 48 hours, 72 hours, before we find it, out. I think they said it could take up to a week now because yeah. of the, the mail-in votes. Yeah. I didn't trust that for some reason. Yeah, it feels weird. I was going to do it, actually. And I actually, um, you know, had the ballot sent to the house and then was going to drop it off. But it's like, nah, I think I'm just going to go in. Yeah. Do my duty. That feels more real. Yeah. Like, I feel part of more close to the process, I think, when I do that. Yeah. Is that how it is for you? Yeah, I definitely felt like some people were talking about, well, you haven't mailed in yet? Like. No, like, how do I know, you know, for sure that that's where it's going, you know? Right. So, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not afraid, I don't think, of, uh, you know, uh, voter fraud and all that stuff. I think if you if you look into it and read about it, there's not, it's pretty rare. Yeah. Like, the numbers in terms of, like, actual voter fraud. But, yeah, I think going in feels good. Yeah. I, yeah, we, I mean, we're going to vote at the church over here, and yeah, I just feel like go in, get it done, and go to work, and whatever, or yeah. after work, or whatever, and then <laughs> it's going to be over, yep. um, and I feel like, for me, maybe not such a hard decision to make, but I'm basing it off of how was, like, one person or the other, like, for me, it's like... Biden is is he okay? Like that's yeah, that's literally what I'm thinking. And it's not because everybody's talking about like, oh, watch how he stutters. And right, I was watching the debates, and it was just like he looks frail, like somebody that is not yeah. healthy. I, you know, there, yeah, you see a lot of this talk about you know his mental state and things like that, maybe being a little bit sketch and stuff like that. But I mean, watching the second de- debate in particular, he seemed there. Yeah, like he, he composed himself well and he answered the questions well and yeah, um, seemed to know whenever Trump was, you know, poking, poking the bear a little bit. So I didn't. I'm not a psychiatrist by any means, uh, but I mean, just whatever. I feel like being able to read people fairly well. He seemed fine. Yeah, but you're right. I mean, there's just something about it. Like, it, listen, both of them like could not be more geriatric, right? I mean, they're right. old. Old, yeah. Um, so maybe the concern is a little bit on both sides in, yeah. in terms of just like overall frailty and age. Health, um, health-wise. Yeah. Yeah, Trump is definitely not somebody that's going to lead a hard charge into battle. Right. Um, I just, I don't know, man. It boils down to like what do I want personally to see the the actual seat of the presidency? Like how should that be represented Mm-hmm. You know, um, that's yeah, that's a t- really tough. I think uh, I think you have to like chalk it up to maybe like, for instance, for me, it's like I think of like leaders that are in positions over me mm-hmm. and it's like. Am I like what what kind of traits or characteristics do they have that tells me, yeah, hey, I believe in this person and I would follow them and like. Well, for one, like most of the time, those people are like pretty selfless. Like mm-hmm. you ask and they, you shall receive and they're fair and impartial mm-hmm. when giving both rewards and punishments. You know, yeah. um, I'm going pulling from the NCO creed right now. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, I, it used to be when I was in the military, it was like people in the military over me. But mm-hmm. now that I'm out, I, I have a, you know, a different opinion of it. And yeah, there's some people, you know, like, mm-hmm. uh, uh, coach and the vet, like mm-hmm. uh, the vet on that podcast, um, Ian Griffin, he was my sergeant major whenever I was in, and he was somebody that I looked up to. It was always like, hey, and like, not like trying to please him, but like, mm-hmm. that's somebody that I could see myself becoming or wanting to become. Mm-hmm. And I think you have to see, like, do you see that in the person that's running the country? It's harder to appeal to somebody like, say, Donald Trump, who's yeah. come from like, 
has no background at all that's like the same as mine. Right. You know, and I have no really any idea who he was, you know, even, I mean, you see all this stuff. He's like had billions and billions of dollars and everything else. And Mm -hmm. it's hard to say, yeah, I can see myself, you know, voting for him because I agree with who he is as a person. Right. No, he said some stuff that I'm like, what the fuck are you saying? Right. Like, I don't know if I actually like you as a person. Yeah. And, but should I be basing my vote on you as a person yeah. or your ability to do a job? And I don't know if you can separate the two at that level. You know, right. at any level, really. I mean, listen, if we're just talking... Like you were saying, just uh, work, yeah, or or the military, or being in a band. Yeah. Like you might be able to play an instrument really, really well, but if you're a shit person, I don't know if I want to be in the same band as you. Correct. And it's a kind of the same thing in my mind. Like I just I can't separate the two. Yeah. Like the Trump is who he is. Right. And well, I would think even if like Radwash, yeah. you know, you had somebody working for you, and you were you know, not leading by example. You were yeah. leading by you do this and right. No, don't do as I say, not as I do. You know, right. That kind of a leader where it's like, and if you don't, you're you're fucking out of here. Yeah, you're out of here. Fired. Yeah, you are. You know, like <laughs> where people are just like, oh, I'll just get rid of you. You're like, yeah. you're. I can cut you out of my life anytime. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's totally not who he, I would want to see in a leader. Where yeah. it's like I feel like that is how it's gone at times, yeah. you know. And I think you look at it as like, who are they behind closed doors, you right. know? And they try to paint these pictures of, oh, this is how who Joe Biden is, and like <laughs> he'll help you, and blah blah blah. And then you hear Trump say, you know, with a rebuttal to like an ad he puts out, mm-hmm. and then another ad to rebut that, and you're just like. Cut the shit. Yeah, the like, media, I think, or the traditional media is bonkers. Yeah. Like, batshit fucking crazy. Like, they just, they drive us all insane. Like, I feel some days insane. Like, I don't know. Like, I want to be part of this thing, that like this American process. Yeah. But it's really hard to be a part of this American process when, like, you know, the Americans presenting this process to us on a daily basis are just blatantly lying. I mean, somebody's lying because it's all propaganda on both sides. It's like, yeah, you know, Trump's a dick and he does these things and he's being, you know, uh, uh, accused of raping women or whatever. And then, you know, on the other side, you got, you know, people saying that Kamala Harris is a dirty cop. And, you know, if you're voting for Biden, you're voting for Kamala Harris, you know, because he's going to fucking kick the bucket while he's in office. And now she's going to be the president. You know what I mean? And yeah. It's like, yo, let's slow the fuck down. Yeah. Let's actually talk about like the, the, the things real that things. matter. Right. Yeah. Is Trump who we actually want in office? Like, is that the person? If everybody could sit down in one room by themselves with one other person or in front of a camera, mm-hmm. who do you want as president? Not between those two, but just draw the person. Right. Who do you want? And I guarantee you don't come up with Trump or Biden. Well, it's kind of, yeah, too. And it's kind of like sitting there, you know, they talk about. Biden raising taxes and everything else, mm-hmm. and they throw out that number. Well, if you make four hundred thousand or more, he's going to raise your taxes and blah yeah. blah. But to me, it's kind of like I feel like it's going to have to be everybody because that's not fair either, you know? Right. I um, agree with that. And so, what if you and I next year, you know, for some reason this podcast just explodes? Right. We're making four hundred thousand dollars, but we came from where we're at, where it was yeah. like making a hundred thousand dollars seemed like fucking like that'd be awesome. <laughs> yes. Like, um, but yeah, no. And, and then we're making 400 because we both just hit the lottery or something and we're just getting raked but, over the coals. But it, the thing is, is that the part that makes it unfair is that we didn't just hit the lottery. Like we're literally taking time right now away from our families. We're like putting in the work, yeah. you know, making sure that these things happen and they're out every single week but on top of the other shit that we have going on. Correct. We're working hard. So it's like and people who make job it, and yeah. any person, I shouldn't say any person, any person who has worked hard to get to where they're at would probably find that a little bit unfair. Now, listen, I do think if you and I hit it big, I would hope, I'd, I feel like I know us both as people, we're going to give back yeah. to the community or to whatever thing that like, you know, we care about, we care about, because that's just who we are. You know what I'm saying? Like the money is mm-hmm. just a, 
a prize for the hard work. Right. But you recognize, you know, oh, this community or this group of people or, or, or um, you know, this up and coming artist that I want to help out or something like that. You know what I mean? Like you, yeah. you probably want to lift them up. Right. Um, but some people don't want to. And that's also OK, it regardless is. of my yeah. feelings on it. I do feel like people should choose to do that. But if they choose not to, I can't. Who is that? Who am I? Yeah. To like say anything about that. Correct. I think we all got to kind of look at it like that, you know, like yeah. encourage people who can to help out people who can't help themselves. But don't force them to. Right. Yeah. Or if you're going to take our fucking money, let me choose exactly where it's going. Right. Instead of like, just taking it. Right. OK, you want to take whatever it is, 30 percent of my money, of my hard work and my time. Mm hmm. Then let me check the buckets where I want that to go. Yeah. At least give me that. Mm -hmm. Feels like a good alternative. I don't know. There's probably somebody smarter than me who's probably I'm sure this has been run through the ringer on many groups of people and they've decided it's a bad idea, but feels like a good idea to me. Yeah. Well, I just think that there's a lot of like I think that comes down to the whole, hey, I'd like to see who they are behind closed doors. Yeah. Like one on one. Like, who are you? Let's cut the shit. Just Right. Like, are you a good guy that I could sit down and have a conversation with and you're not the person that you are on Instagram or Twitter mm -hmm. or whatever because I'm not buying what you're selling on that, you know? Right. And that's like with a lot of like, say, even Instagram influencers, whatever it is, mm -hmm. you know, there's a lot of people that I follow at some point and I'm like, oh, this guy has good content. And then eventually it's like, what the fuck? You know, like, what are you doing? And then yeah. like... I come up with my own, and I've never maybe even met the person, but I mm -hmm. come up with my own perception of who they are based off of what they're posting. Yeah. Yeah, you get, you know, in a conversation with them behind closed doors, and you're like, dude, I wish you would post who you are yes. and not this shit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think, yeah, people just use social media. It's a game. You yeah, know, you get yeah. followers, you get, you know, sponsors or whatever it is. I don't really know how it works, whatever. You, I know that you get followers and things start happening for you. Yeah. So I think people are using it. Right. You know, shit. I mean, I have a, a niece who knows the algorithm on TikTok, how to like get that's views like, and likes. I'm like, what yeah. the fuck? This like, feels like a, an actual video game. Yeah. Like Leslie's kid, uh, her youngest, uh, he's got like 2,000 followers or something on there. Like he's super popular on yeah. there. And I'm like, he's like, are you on TikTok? And I'm like... I have one, but like I don't use it because I don't understand it. Like yeah. I don't understand why I need another app. Right. Like that's going to consume my time. Exactly. And so, I mean, he's into it. It's a, yeah. I think it's a generational thing, sure. you know, yep. it's a kid thing and I don't feel like adults should be on there, but it is what it is. Right. It's going to happen. Well, like any of them, I think it turns into like kind of a marketing tool Yeah. Uh, for people to use. And I think, listen, I mean, while we're on that, I think that's part of like what makes Trump's approach feels smart. So you, uh, he's learned how to to use social media mm -hmm. to like fire up his base, right? Correct. He he knows where they're at, and he's fucking talking to them. Yeah, that's it. He's getting directly them stirred up. He's talking directly to them. And listen, I mean, he's also like ruffling the feathers, or is it rustling or ruffling? Ruffling. Ruffling the feathers of the people who oppose him. Yeah, because they follow him, too. Because he says ridiculous shit. Yeah. I mean, it's like like you and I aren't going to tweet or whatever half the stuff that he tweets. Right. Talking, that's like, hey, you have a, or have a uh, <clears throat> altercation with somebody at work or don't mm -hmm. have a differing opinion. So you get on Twitter whenever you get home and you're like, yeah, fuck Josie at work or something. Uh, yeah. Like. What's her pro or her pro, whatever. You know, right. you say something stupid. Yes. Like, I wouldn't do that because I'm not that kind of a person. Right. And I've never get to that platform or get <laughs> to that level to where it would come out because I was hiding it all these years. Right. Like, what? So, like, in six months when this thing takes off, you're not going to be tweeting while you're sitting on the toilet <laughs> about how everybody's just fucking stupid. No. Nick Rucker's the best. No, I'm, I'm the best. Yeah, I, I've I'm, made the best podcast. Yeah, so many podcasts. The best of the best. <laughs> the best. The best. The best. The <laughs> best. Everything's folks. the best. Everything else We've is made a joke. the most. It's, it's the fake biggest. news. <laughs> <laughs> Every other podcast is fake. Podcast. Fake podcast. The day we have Warren Buffett on here, 
That's the day we make it. That's the day we fist bump. Can we? That's what we should do. Like a Captain Planet. Remember how they put the rings together? Just like our powers combined. Yes. Yeah. Dude, that should be like a. Oh, that's Power Rangers. Sitting on the the street having ice cream. Yeah. But we might as well just have Bill Gates on there too. See, they're probably gonna be there together. What's cool is Warren Buffett, like Gorats, right down the street. Yeah. You walk in, there's this thing of him, and Leslie and I, we went and on our Friday night date there yep. the other, uh, a few weeks ago when she was still pregnant. So it's been a few weeks ago mm-hmm. and, um, was talking to the waiter that was working there and he's like, yeah, Warren Buffett comes in here every once in a while. Like mm-hmm. it's, he's like, he hasn't been in here since, you know, COVID hit and everything else. I'm like, well, of course he's older. Like I would be worried, um, if I was older <laughs> and, uh, but it's, you know, it's cool that I, yep. I don't see the, I wouldn't be starstruck if I met him, you know, mm-hmm. I would be more starstruck if Bill Murray was with him because yeah. I think they make a lot of appearances together mm-hmm. in Omaha. Mm-hmm. And especially like during the World Series, there's a lot of bigger name people in Omaha. Yep. Yeah. Omaha's cool. Omaha's just Omaha like. Omaha is cool. You'd be like. Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner. College World Series every yep. year. See, that's. I was watching Man of Steel, Superman. Yeah. The other night. I forgot Kevin Costner was in that. So. Yep. He was uh, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Yep. Back in the day. Yep. That was probably the best Robin Hood movie ever. Ever. Yeah. Russell Crowe tried. It was okay. Oh, yeah. It wasn't great. And then How many they, times do they need to remake that movie, though? What's that guy's name? Edgerton? He did it. With really? Jamie Foxx was also in it. Huh. It's fairly new. It was it was fun to watch. It wasn't good. It wasn't good. No. Uh, if, that, if it can be both good, things. Though. Jamie Foxx is good. I like yeah. him. He was good in... Uh, I can't remember. Baby Driver? Nope. It doesn't matter. Whatever. Anyway. A lot of good movies he's in. I watched a documentary. I can't remember the name, so I'll have to sh- throw it in the comments, I think. Because uh, it, it, it is good. I'm usually... Uh, pretty opposed to watching anything that's like super biased one way or the other. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one, I, can, ah, I wish I could remember the name, but it was uh, Trump. It was about Trump. And the thing that made it interesting is that it was a bunch of uh, conservative or Republican um, people mm-hmm. who used to work in his administration, um, still Republican, but they just kind of talked about like him. And how he is and, and all of this. And they had a few psychologists and psychiatrists on just like giving their evaluations based on the last four years of watching him. Yeah. Uh, I won't won't ruin it for everybody, but I mean, you can get it. It's biased toward, you know, kind of voting against him and, yeah. and kind of how he's just a narcissistic like asshole, basically. Yeah. Um, and that not uh, unfit. I think that might be the name. Is of that it. what it's called? I think so. But anyway, they were talking about how he's unfit for, for president for office. Yeah. Yeah. Which I don't know, man. I tend to agree. I think so. He's hard. It's hard to not like him because he's such a loose cannon. Right. I think that's what's appealing about him. You're like, well, we've never had a president that's like crazy like us, mm-hmm. like most people. Right. Um, that's a, maybe that's what drew people to him. Right. I mean, he seemed like a regular dude that had made it in business and was like, fuck it, I'm going to change everything in politics. And run it like a business, run the United States like a business. So, yeah, I mean, I don't hate everything that's happened over the last four years. There's been some good that has come out of the last four years, but there's been a lot of shit. Like, and I was telling this to somebody else, like, in my lifetime, in our lifetime, Dude, it's never felt as uneasy. Like the state of affairs in the United States has never felt as uneasy as it does today. Correct. Yeah. At least for me. Like, I don't know. I didn't, I don't remember the recession in the 80s and all of that shit when like New York was a shithole. But I mean, I I don't think as a country we were that divided. I mean, maybe the Rodney King thing stirred some shit up, but like. We were young. I feel like that was, it came and went. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Maybe I was just too young. Well, because the riot, Rodney King stuff, that brought on the riots in 1992 right. in L.A. Yeah, those were the Watts riots, right? And 
Yeah. Yep. And that was like, I think at the time probably pretty crazy, but like big deal for sure. Social media wasn't a thing then, so it's like right. It's not going to reach the frontier, you know, here in Nebraska, really, unless you're watching it on TV. That's true. And then social media. And then it's like, well, it's like whenever. I was a kid, and we used to watch that show, Faces of Death, right? Oh, yeah. And you would see people die. Mm-hmm. And you were like, this is fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. And at the time, you're like, "Like, this is not something that happens here. Right. But now you're like on social media, and you see that stuff pretty regularly. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, kids, that's they think, oh, that's just life. Right. You know? And Well, that's the scary part, dude, is that yeah. the kids think that this is what it is. Right. Like, this is... The American like way. This is the process. This is what we go through. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Yep. That's scary. That is very. That's scary. a scary thought, and we need somebody who's going to kind of turn that ship. And I don't think Trump is the guy that's going to turn the ship. Right. I could be wrong. I I'm so reluctant to to like cast a vote for the yeah. presidency. Right. Because it is like shit. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to vote. How hard to go in there? I don't know. I've I've kind of already made up my decision. Yeah. Um, and it's like, okay, like yeah, I, you know, I don't know. I I feel Listen, like I'll yeah. say it out loud. I'll likely vote for Biden, but I'm probably going the other it, way, which is, I just I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, and mine is just you know it's more of a. Uh, it, yeah. I don't trust Biden. You know, I'm with I don't. You. I don't trust him either. I think that what he stands for. I, well, I'm afraid. I'm really afraid of Kamala Harris. I very much am. Yeah. Um, I don't want her to be uh, vice president, and I know that that comes with Biden. But man, if you're talking about somebody who might be able to like veer us off the path that we seem to be on right now, Trump's second four years scares me. Yeah, maybe more than Kamala being vice president, but I mean, it is what it is. I think I think what I see from that is like he's gonna win, and it's gonna be like, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's gonna be like I'm gonna show off now. Like, right? I've won, or it's gonna be like, well, I won. It's over. I won. Back to work. Yeah. Yada yada. The other thing Was that there... scares me a little bit, and it's not, it has nothing to do with either one of them being president uh, necessarily individually for them, but it's the people's reaction. I think either way, we're in for a pretty tough last half of the month in November. Yeah. Um, hopefully not. Everybody just cool your fucking jets. Like yeah. one of them is gonna win. We should all just know that today. Right. Like I'm not gonna fucking start a fight with you at work. Because <laughs> yeah, I would hope not. Because we voted different. If we end up voting different, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like that's stupid. Well, yeah. I mean, ultimately. I like I like who you are as a person, right? (laughs) Yeah, that's why I invite you in my house so we can do a podcast, and I'm not gonna base my decision on how I feel about you, who you voted for for president. Like, why? Why? We both still have to live in the same country, regardless. (laughs) Yes. Um, The thing is, I think here's the thing that people need to understand and remember: it's for four years. That's it. Yeah. Unless one of them somehow convinces the rest of Congress that, like, no term limits is a good idea, um, then we're in for it. But, I mean, if we just kind of keep to the same tradition that we've always had or that we've had for a very long time, um, four years, if it's Trump, he's done. If it's Biden, eh, we got another chance in four years to replace him. Yeah. Um, Let's be real. He's not going to be able to do a whole bunch of things in the next four years. Right. Right. so this whole socialism fucking, you know, propaganda that we keep yeah. hearing, like, it's not going to happen. I mean, maybe he points the ship in that direction. Right. But somebody else can redirect that. This right. is a very big ship. Yeah. And, <laughs> well, I mean, you got to think of, I always chalk it up to, well, it took you this long to get to a certain point. Right. It's going to take close to, just plan on it taking that long so you're not surprised whenever it just, or so you are surprised when it shows up. Yes. You know, so it's like, there's a lot of stuff that Trump has put into effect, I guess, in four mm-hmm. years that he's been in office. Um, I don't know what they are personally, but mm-hmm. I guarantee that there is, you know. Yep. And that's where I feel like I'm weak mm-hmm. is I feel like like in school or somewhere we should be teaching kids. This is what President Trump is doing yeah. right now. I agree with you. And this is what 
Senator, Senator, right? Biden. Is that what he, what is he I right now? Ex-Vice President. Ex-Vice President Biden. Um, this is what he's doing. Yeah. This is what he stands for. No bullshit. Yep. Like, because we are pulling this from, like, facts. This is where he, what he's doing. Yep. And that way it's just like, okay, I made a decision based off of, I like his politics, not his personality. Like, right. or whatever. Yep. And, yeah, I still, there's still some of the things like we talked about from the beginning, like, mm-hmm. who he is as a person, yeah, would I trust him hanging around my sister? <laughs> either of them, it's like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no. Right, I don't think, um, I don't think I want either of them. Yeah. They both seem creepy and weird. weird. So yeah. But it's like, fuck, then if that's the case, why are these the two that we're choosing from? I mean, listen, Trump's the incumbent, so, like, he's going to be there on the stage, but, like, why couldn't we have figured out a better option here? And I don't, I don't know, maybe, I don't, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that or well, how I also we could fix that. If Trump loses, he's going to hold himself up in the White House and going to have to be forcibly removed. Probably. I, I feel like that is honestly what's going to happen. I mean, he pretty much said that there won't be a peaceful transfer. So <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Yeah. yeah. Um yeah, that's the president, folks. Yeah. I listen, I like you, man. Um Biden scares me. Um the the, the idea of him and Kamala scared me. Um I don't know if Trump just scares me a little bit more or if I just feel really weird about actually voting for Trump. Um yeah. if there was a strong third option that like had even a slight chance, I would probably go that way. Yeah. Well, I think there typically is like a Bernie Sanders, like at one point was still in the running, but I didn't trust him either really that well. Even, Mm -hmm. you know, him going on Joe Rogan Rogan podcast and listening to him talk about stuff. I was like, this dude is like going to pull money out of your pocket (laughs) to put it in somebody else's. Like, that's what I felt like, you know, and it's no longer, wasn't going to any longer be like, Hey, you have to work hard to get something. No, it's just like, it's going to be expected right. that you get something. It's kind of like this distribution of, well, a redistribution of well, yeah. like everybody's like equally contributing and shit like that. I mean, and it's socialism. like, well, then you get these people that are hardworking people and they're like, I'm not going to put any effort into something that's going to be no reward for it. Right. Well, not really reward, but I'm not going to be able to sustain myself. Like, right. Because, Hey, you're taking a hundred dollars of my two hundred dollar paycheck and giving it to <laughs> some guy across the street that I have to. He doesn't even mow his yard. Right? Does that make sense? Maybe not. Uh, I'm just picky about I'm yard picking up mowing. what you're putting down. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, there's there's Joe Jorgensen, Libertarian Party. She. I don't know a whole bunch about her, so I can't really speak to her. But what I do know is that the Libertarian Party had the highest turnout ever in the last election. I'm guessing they will surpass that this election, but I just don't think it's enough still to like make a dent in Republican what's happening with what's going on right now. Honestly, we should probably just be blowing this whole fucking system up, not literally, (laughs) um, you know, rethinking it, reimagining what, you know, um, a democracy looks like. Yeah. The other part is that capitalism, I think, really fucking sunk its tentacles into that democratic process. Yeah. And it's ruined. It's ruined it. I mean, I was just, somebody told me today that apparently, and listen, I'm probably going to botch this, so whatever, you can fact check me, but like part of the process is if you want to be on the ticket, if you want to like be in office and, and do that, participate in D.C., like you you walk into this building and there's just like phones and a stack of, you know, contacts that you're reaching out to to raise money for your party. Yeah. What the fuck? Why? Yeah. Like, why aren't we just like putting our ideas down on paper, you know, with with a solid plan on how we're going to achieve those ideas and then. Just, I mean, I guess it takes money to travel around, but whatever, or to get the word out. But really, you're just taking that plan and you're presenting it to people. And you're allowing people to say, yep, I like that one. Nope, I don't like that one. Yeah. 
that I guess that's technically what's supposed to be happening, but right. there's too much other bullshit. I think I think the whole voting process gets a little question. I have friends who I've known forever mm-hmm. that are running for Democratic offices now, mm-hmm. and that's in Missouri, and I love those people, you know. Yeah. But we don't always see eye to eye on what is being, you know, thrown about and mm-hmm. and agree on everything, and even with like the free health care. Mm-hmm. stuff mm-hmm. um you know obamacare even mm-hmm. and i think if i had to deal with obamacare i've seen other people like go through the process and it's expensive it's like yeah. what the, whoa you know that's more expensive than just going through work and getting insurance and it doesn't cover as well and everything else and mm-hmm. that's where you know the free health care and i kind of agree with that a mm-hmm. little bit on some things mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think that everybody's taxes should go through the roof, you know, to pay for it. Right. I don't know how you pay for it. And I think the answer lies somewhere in the pharmaceutical world. Yeah. Um, just kind of like tearing that whole shit up. And if if wellness is the goal versus selling drugs, right. then I think <clears throat> universal health care works. Yes. Right. Because if you have a universal health care, which we should, I think. Then, but I also think that like we shouldn't put the onus on like the American people to like pay for it. The onus that we should, I mean, the thing that we, the responsibility that we should have is to keep ourselves healthy and out of that healthcare system. Right. right. But there's going to be some of us who are just, we need it. Right. Well, yeah. And so it's available with- for them, but what they're receiving in terms of healthcare is the shit that's making them better. Right. Right. So. I think if the the focus has to shift, you know, like it can't be these pharmaceutical companies just raking sure. everybody over the coals because they're making goo gobs of money on drugs that are just fucking people's lives up. I mean, there's zero reason why like fentanyl should be a thing. Yeah. <laughs> but people are making all kinds of money on it. Right. And it's ruining lives. But anyway, that's a whole Whole nother soapbox. Well, I, I agree. And I think alcohol is the same way. Yeah. Um, I, yes. I guess from my standpoint is that's, it's very much a, it's cool. Like it's yeah. a cool thing to do. Yep. Um, it always has been, you know, yeah. and it's always been, I think for me, it's been weirder to talk about sometimes not drinking than it has. It'd just be easier to just talk about drinking. Um, well, right. I for mean, most it's, people, it's the same. To me, it's the same concept as going to someone and and being like, "Listen, I grew up around a, a, in a very like Christian environment, so if I were to ever be like, I don't know if that's for me." Yeah, it's probably the same ish type of feeling. Like you're like you're the outcast. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah, you know. Um, I imagine that it's like that whenever you whenever you sobered up and yeah. whatever. I think it's fucking cool. It, you know, like and to, I surround to myself. To not drink. Not, not, oh, yeah. Not to drink. I'm thinking people who recover from, you know, a situation like yours, I think it's one of the coolest fucking things in the world. Well, yeah. And I think that I'm not saying like, well, yeah, like, oh, it is. Well, no. Yeah. I, I am the coolest I totally person. feel like if people can drink and do it like, like at an acceptable level, yeah, that is okay for them, I guess, um, then that's fine. I'm not here to say, hey, you shouldn't drink. Mm -hmm. Um, I know quite a few people who drink once a year or twice a year, and they're just, it has no control whatsoever over their lives. Um, But I think that a lot of people that I talk to, and as they start talking to me about it, it's Mm -hmm. like, we don't have to talk about this. Kind of like, I don't, you know, you don't need to come up to me and be like, hey, I don't know. I only drink every once in a while, you know. Yeah. And I'm like, Okay, if you're saying this, you might have a problem. Like, I feel like you're trying to convince yourself. Right. Because yeah. I know whenever I talk about sugar and how much intake I have of sugar, I start to feel a little guilty, and yeah. I start to skew the numbers I mean, a that's bit. another <clears throat> another drug that nobody likes to admit is a drug or right. caffeine. caffeine. I drink the shit out of coffee, but... Yeah. And I literally, I should start using that language when people are like, are you addicted to drugs? But yeah, caffeine. Caffeine. Son of a bitch. Yeah. Like, I drink so much coffee. 
Uh, it's ridiculous. Right. And I know when I don't, like that next day. Yeah. Or that same day. Like same if day. I skip coffee in the morning by 10, 11 o'clock, probably have a headache. Headache or yeah. just like. Yes, uh, you just know. You're yeah. going, your body's going through that withdrawal. Right. Yeah, but. caffeine's weird because the bang energy drinks, mm-hmm. like I was drinking those for a while and mm-hmm. and I noticed that. I would drink one in the morning, and then that was kind of it. Like, mm-hmm. I would drink it on the way to work to just wake up. Yep. Um, horrible idea, by the way. <laughs> and um, by the time, like, lunch rolled around, like, 3 in the afternoon, I had a gut ache. And I don't know what it is that was in it, but something made me, like, not feel good. Mm-hmm. And so, finally, just cut them out. I was trying to narrow it down to what it was, because at first I didn't think that, that was it, because mm-hmm. I was in denial. And then, finally, I figured out, this is it. It's stabbing me in the back right now. <laughs> and so uh, I, I just cut those out of my diet, and then I start feeling better. Yeah. Um, but, there, yeah, caffeine, totally, coffee right. in general, yeah. and always more. Like, hey, yes. how many cups can I drink today Right. before and 3 o'clock? I know we're getting a little bit out of, like, the pharmaceutical, but that, that, that is still industry, like, kind of ruling the roost here and, like, making, just influencing the way our culture works. Yeah. So Hmm. nobody's like, yeah, let's get rid of Coca-Cola. Yeah. I need my fucking syrup. We should. To drink today. Yeah. I can't remember the last time I had a soda, but I've been bad lately. The bad thing is, is I say that, but I eat things that are equivalent to soda. Ah. So, you know, you want to know one of the most fucked up things that could have happened in recent history for me. Hmm. They started selling edible cookie dough at the gas station. See, what? what's the point of that? Because it's amazing. Did you eat? No, of you, course I have. God, I can't believe you don't have constant diarrhea. Well, that's a whole <laughs> another story for you. But <laughs> uh, yeah, man, that edible cookie mm. dough. Yeah, that's... Hit them up, Casey's. No. Mm-hmm. I was at Drill two weekends ago, and they brought me in. The, hey, we have some donuts. You want some? Mm-hmm. like, nope. Not at all. And they're like, you know, like, oh, come on. There's always that. Come on, man. It's just a donut. Like, Like, one, you're going to burn it off. Look at you. And I'm like, I just don't want it. And so, yeah, taught myself at some point not to want stuff like that. That's like, I still eat it every once in a while. Like, I have a uh, ice cream fetish. So Mm. that's my kryptonite. But Mm. that's once a month, maybe. So So in a world of or in a land, a, a, a country of free healthcare, we just have to direct people away from ice cream and pancakes. Well, yeah. I mean, if you're living in a world with free healthcare, you don't want people right. using up all of the stuff. The message is health. And why should that be such a bad thing? It's an adjustment. That's the thing. Yeah. It's too much fucking change. Well, so it's a... <clears throat> Like the United States, could you imagine like telling people like right now, hey, Biden's in office and we're going to change the healthcare system. And you can no longer eat Hungry Man TV dinners. All that stuff's coming off the shelves. All the candy, the fruit by the foot, bullshit, sweets. Every store looks like a farmer's market from now on. You have to learn how to cook your meals again. Dude, fun fact. uh, It's not a fact. It's a fun uh, ish fact. Fun fun fact ish. Yeah. <laughs> uh, back in the day, like in the 50s, uh, the number of recipes that uh, a person might memorize was like, I don't know, 37 or some shit, maybe mm. even more. Yeah. Today, it's like a fraction of that, yeah. like less than 10, I think. I can believe That's that. That's crazy, right? Yeah. Because everything got brain, so easy. In my brain, I'm trying to recall know. how many recipes I actually know. Yeah. Bacon. Maybe five. Eggs. Chili. (laughs) I know how to make that pretty well. Spaghetti. I do like to cook, but I don't don't know 37 recipes by heart. No. The last person that I would probably know that would know 37 recipes, probably my grandma, Mm -hmm. you know. That time. That time period. Yeah. Where it was like, if you didn't know it, or if you didn't remember it, like in your home or something, then... You just weren't be able to go on your phone and be like, oh, mm-hmm. something casserole. Oh, there it is. Okay, cool. Right. Yeah. 
So I don't know, man. Yeah. It's uh it's gonna be an interesting four years, let's put it that way. Yeah. But it's coming up. We gotta go through it. I am not mad at anybody for any decision that they make. It is what it is. Yeah. I mean, we're and all this bullshit about, you know, a vote for Trump is a vote for racism and things like that. Like let's <laughs> let's put the propaganda away and like just make an educated decision based on who you think is gonna represent you the best. The best. You and your family probably, right? I mean right. the best. And hey, we all make mistakes. <laughs> right? Yeah. So well. I I could make I could make a mistake. If I check the the name and that person does something egregious, I mean it's not my fucking fault, but yeah. I mean, I just made a bet. Yeah. I'm I'm making a bet one way or the other. Hmm. Based on the information that I have. If either of them was like, hey, if you vote me into office, I'll make the Dallas Cowboys win the Super Bowl next year, I'd be like, you got it. So what you're saying is your loyalty is purchasable. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Uh, That's good well, to know. You heard it here, really, everybody. There's no money involved. There's <laughs> just more like, hey, let's get out of the slump we're in. We're in. Yeah. So no. they're going to fix the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. I mean... Hey, that's that's how you get me. So, so that you have the pride of the win. Yep. I don't understand the the loyalty to a team. That, I mean, I don't. I understand anymore. the loyalty to a team, not a team that I'm disconnected from. Yeah. Well, maybe one of these days you'll understand. Maybe yeah. you were like a Texan in a previous life. <laughs> maybe from the the land where Dallas sits. I've got nothing else. I was yeah. I was maybe going somewhere, but well, didn't didn't get there. I guess uh, let's wrap this week up then. Yes. Um, it, you know what? No matter what, I think the message is: go vote. Go vote. Yep. Um, make your, your voice part. be heard. Do your part. And like and, uh, uh, Tupac said, I ain't mad at you. Yeah. I don't even know what to do. Yeah. So. Go, do your thing. Yeah. And, do your thing. Uh, do what makes you feel good. Yeah, don't let somebody else influence your decision. So right, Nick's not gonna let me or make me vote for Trump. Yeah, I'm not gonna make him vote for Biden. Nope. <laughs> I'm gonna go in there and do my own thing, and I'm Got just it, gonna brother. lie about it later if something bad happens. Exactly. Boom. Who'd you vote for? Oh, uh, yeah. Mm. I think I voted for Trump. Shit. Uh, wrong thing. Can't <laughs> <No>. am. <laughs> <laughs> um. So whenever they're burning Trump supporters at some point, uh. Will not raise my hand and volunteer. You know, it's funny. I was in Texas and um, somebody asked some random lady. She's like, oh, who's going to win the debate tonight? I was like, what's the right answer? Like, I don't want to answer this question. Yeah. You might not like what I say. You might argue with me. Right. I don't want to die. In public and I don't want to Somebody do who's might be president or not. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like to get into those either. Like no. all those Facebook, like political arguments, I'm like. No, this Don't. very episode makes me nervous, but it's okay. It's all right. I think we have good fans. Yeah, we'll be all right. All right. <laughs> we, will, uh, we will talk to you guys next week. So, uh, yes, take care. See you later.